Listeners, welcome to Turning Little Stones. I'm Caroline Allen, and this is the very first one of our series podcasts. It's an exciting moment. It's been a long time in the making, a long time in gestation, as it were, and now here we are. We thought it was important for you to get to know a little bit about me. Turning Little Stones is not about me. It's about my guests and all that they can share. But obviously, you need to be comfortable with who I am and maybe get a little bit more of the backstory as to how we've arrived at this place. The best place to start is my own childhood. I was the youngest of four. um, So there was a big age gap between me and my eldest brother. And I suppose because of that, I, I didn't really understand much about parenting. I'd seen my older siblings with their young children and enjoyed that. Probably when I was a teenager, I, I saw them parenting little ones. So I suppose that, that did influence me. But um, when I became a parent for the first time, and I ended up with three boys... Yeah, it was a bit of a a moment. Yikes, what do I know about this? What do I know about boys? Yeah, I, I guess I was searching then, searching and grappling to be the best parent that I could be, really with very little information. So that, that was my starting point. I loved having our own children preschool so much. I had them very close together, only 18 months apart. And I knew that I just wanted to be surrounded by young children. And it was either extend our own family indefinitely, which seemed a bit (laughs) irresponsible, really, or look to ways that I could look after other people's children. So I was fortunate enough to choose a course of study and and also wrote to local nurseries and playgroups just to see if they wanted some help. So I studied in early years and worked at the same time when our youngest, before he'd actually started school, he was in his last year. So that, that was it. I quickly, as soon as I qualified, I became a deputy leader in one of the settings And I loved it, absolutely loved it. And then wham, I had a back injury. And I thought that was it. I was distraught. And that's where I learnt or or, or took the the journey in a different path, I suppose. And I trained to become a tutor. And that's where I learnt to be an early years tutor. And then a dear friend of mine just said to me one day, Caroline, when are you going to open that nursery? Because frankly, if you don't open a nursery, my child isn't going to get a preschool education and it'll all be your fault. <laughs> so yeah, that that bit of a guilt trip put on me was definitely um, an arm twist. And uh, yeah, that's that's where I started. I would really advocate that this is a special way of starting because you get to know the few children you have in your care so, so well. So, um, yeah, I started in part of our own home with just three children. Very, very, very quickly that became six and I um, employed a member of staff called Catherine. I'm hoping you might hear from her at some point. Then that became nine and ten children still within the home premises, although by now it had transitioned from being, I suppose, more of a a child-minding slash nursery experience for the children to it being more nursery. And then I 
I realised that actually financially this wasn't viable. You know, I was not paying any rent. It was in the home environment. But actually we still needed to charge something and I wanted... I wanted our provision to be freely available for all families. So that was the motivation, and we found a a children's centre that had been newly built on the outskirts of Harwich, and, uh, yeah, they needed a a day nursery. So we put in a bid, and that was the beginning. So we still operated from home, but that became the first large setting. It was a 40-place nursery, full day care, 50 weeks a year, babes through to eight years old. So yeah, that was the big shift in gear, if you like. But I'd had some real quality years of learning and understanding what the needs of young children actually are. What I learned whilst running the nurseries um, One of the things that's quite negative, actually, is that everyone in early years will really know this. Even though it's expensive in in, in the British system anyway, childcare is expensive. It does not fund decent childcare provision. So actually, we are always trying to work on the tightest of budgets And yet we want the best staff because they are the most important asset in any nursery. So because I was a tutor, I also tutored our own staff. It was was choosing the right person, whether or not they were qualified. It was the person I chose to be on staff team. And then we would train them accordingly. So that that was a real plus because I happened to be a tutor as well. And therefore, I suppose I kept the theory live and fresh and it kept me reading, kept me studying, kept me informed of good research in order to train my staff team. And that might be to train them for their level two or their level three or provide them with a teaching practice base or even just doing continuous professional development. So whatever it was, there was that aspect and and I really valued that, really, really valued that. So when you had the difficult days, when, you know, you come, came across the challenging children or the challenging situations, it became second nature for me to go back to basics, to go back to the theory that I knew worked and helping the staff team to do that. And we have so many amazing stories to tell. And in time, hopefully you will hear one or two of them. But yes, just just having that. Whereas for a nursery manager who has become qualified and then they take on leadership or management role, they don't necessarily have that. Um, And I can see, I, I see very clearly the stress and the strain that they're under and actually, if they're not careful, that can potentially filter down to the, the children. And I also loved working with the families so much. They're so disparate, whether they're really needy families who are receiving a lot of support from the state and from the system, from the children's centre staff, to, to those who knew what they wanted, who perhaps 
wanted their child to learn the most or be better prepared for school or they were they were striving for the best for their child. So there was a real mix there and learning how to communicate to these different groups of people was also very, very helpful for me. Um, yeah, you're not just talking to one type of parent. And I've also seen... You know, family units changing over the years. Yeah, I was so fortunate to be a stay-at-home mum for three, maybe four years. Um, that was that was such a gift. But that's not an option anymore. There are very, very, very few families have that, and that doesn't have to disadvantage their children at all. Find the right setting. Find a good setting, and. Um, your child can thrive in, in the good places. And it means that they get the best of you as a working parent and they get the best of their provision. I finally handed over the, the running, the day-to-day running of our settings in 2020. And it was right for me to do so. It was really good and it's a joy Oh, such a joy to see the settings go from strength to strength. So I'm delighted with that and it was the right decision for me. But then oh, I'm left with all this stuff inside me and, uh, and nowhere for it to go. So, yeah, I, I'm doing a little bits and pieces voluntarily, but, but it's not the same. So having a little bit more time in my hands, I discovered podcasts and I love them. I am learning so much, all sorts of different things, learning a new language. Um, Yeah, I'm learning new hobbies, all sorts of things I'm learning through the medium of podcasts. And what one of the things I love about podcasts is you can quietly listen to something on your own and sort of rather embarrassedly say to yourself, hmm, I should have known that, but I didn't. (laughs) And nobody needs to know that. And you just quietly slot it into your memory bank and and now you know it. So so there is that. Uh, I love the, the vehicle. And yes, sometimes I will share an audio, you know, with my husband or somebody just because it's something to share. But mostly it's it's you and the podcast. And it's made a big difference. It's upskilled me in different areas and I love it. And all of a sudden, I thought this easy, chatty, natural style is perfect for just allowing some quality childcare knowledge, theory, if you like, research, little nuggets, little special nuggets to be shared with others, to be shared with a wider audience. No, I don't have a parent body anymore and I don't have a staff team to train anymore. But actually, there's stuff here that is really special, really good stuff. And so for the last year, we've been gently preparing some podcasts and you're going to be hearing them all, hopefully, in the next few weeks and months and more and more. So everyone is special. Everyone has just gently allowed us to chat around an area of childcare and you can take things or leave things or be inspired. But I suppose the biggest thing for me is 
allowing yourself maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes a week just to reflect on who your children are, really are, not what we hope they might be or what we're infuriated about or just who they are, who they are now and what their needs might be now and just seeing carers set free to to work with who their children naturally are and the experiences that they will thrive and enjoy doing. I think if you, once you've got it right, you can then give them the right experiences and it works. So why turning little stones? Turning little stones is about taking a fresh look. Turning over a pebble in a rock pool is delightful because underneath there is a whole hidden world of watery wonders and it just needs somebody to take a stone and turn it up. And the stone you might have picked up might have nothing underneath it. The stone that somebody else is turning over might be full, full of exciting little critters. So I suppose that's it. It's just giving ourselves the time and the opportunity to have a look at something from a different perspective. That's really all. It's really all very, very simple. We have been preparing, and we hope to launch that quite soon as well, uh, another set of podcasts that will sit alongside Turning Little Stones, which we're calling Delving a Little Deeper. So those of you who just want a little bit more knowledge. Yes, you've enjoyed the podcasts that we're putting out on a weekly basis, but you maybe just want a little bit more information. There's delving a little deeper, which it's not taking the place of any qualification or course, but it will sit alongside good childcare qualifications and courses and will just give you a little bit more information. And again, in this easy chatty style. So how many, how many, what, what sort of subjects will we cover in Turning Little Stones? Well, the ones we've already got in the bag, so to speak, are movement play. So full-bodied, whole-hearted movement. Whoa, great, great one. We've been speaking to musicians, somebody who's been in musical theatre and how they've noticed the musicality in their tiny one. We've been talking to people who have never seen a treasure basket and they've introduced it to their child for the very first time and how to make a treasure basket. We've been speaking to somebody who works in our local visual arts facility running toddler art groups. So lots of people with with different expertise So I've also been talking to a a very experienced nursery manager and tutor and she even lectures at our local um, university as well in childcare. We've been talking to her about phonics and she's going to be doing um, one of the sets for delving a little deeper as well. So yeah, lots of different people, lots of different subjects. Somebody said to me, won't you run out of subject matter? And I honestly don't think we will. So we've been talking to somebody who adopts and fosters. We're talking to somebody who whose daughter is now going to university and she was born with Down syndrome. Um, so 19 years later, 
off she goes. Um, and just, I want to talk to to her. She has parented this young lady now superbly. And I, I just think it's inspirational. So there are so, so, so many we'll be talking about different ways of teaching your child things without it being pressured, without our young children slamming on the anchors. <laughs> so doing things naturally and spontaneously and enjoying their childhood, really enjoying their childhood. For me, that's the biggest thing. The more we can affirm carers and parents, whoever you are, yeah, there's a lot of grandparent carers out there now and, and family carers. And, and that, that has its own challenges. So we'll be talking to so many different people with so many different experiences. And I am convinced that there will be something for everyone in each podcast. Each podcast will have its own show notes. So don't feel, you know, if you're driving along listening in the car and you've missed something, chances are you can read it up on the show notes. Delving a little deeper will have a little bit more substance to the companion notes, just because it's about delving a little bit deeper. We hope you'll enjoy it. Um, it's a big day for us, big time for us uh, launching this. And we really, really hope that it is something that so many people can engage with. And if it just makes the small difference to the way you can relax as a carer of small children. Yeah, they don't come with a manual. <laughs> so it's just a way of affirming you, encouraging you, giving you some small tips and advice and inspiration. I'm Caroline Allen, and I'm really looking forward to sharing this journey of turning little stones with you as we turn little stones together.